All right, we got bottom 10, runners on the corners, and no outs. The Mariners are currently up. Actually, they're losing 7-8. Yep. So, Brett and I are going to live reaction here, see what's going on. Full count. How's it going, Brett? To Mitch Hanniger. Dude, I'm doing good. How are you doing? How's your, how's your weekend been? Or your week, it's I been should fantastic. say. It's not the weekend yet. I got the, uh, yeah, I got the whole family visiting here this week. So, PJ and Dude, Rianne showed up. That's so lit. Preston, <laughs> Preston is currently passed out on the yeah. couch. Just like, <laughs> Dude. I think I saw Andy's zombie, story. It's, he, dude, he, oh my gosh, Mitch. He looked dead. He <laughs> looked dead. Uh, awful swing from oh, Mitch Hanniger man. there. Brutal. Dude, Mitch, okay, Mitch Hanniger and Jared Kelenic have been absolutely super hot this game. I know. I, I've got I've got a lot to talk about when it comes to the Mariners later in this episode, but I'm, I'll start you off with this question since we're early on here. Um, yeah. So when we make the playoffs... Okay, when we make the playoffs. That's not, such it, a beautiful it, sentence. It, it, that it's you not. Just said. It's not a matter of if anymore, right? Uh, but we, you've got a dilemma in left field at the moment, currently, because J Rod's going to be back by the time the playoffs come around. Mitch Haniger's locked down in right field, but left field, you've got Dylan Moore, uh, Jesse Winker, or Jared Kelnick. Who are you? Who are you starting? I think I'm starting probably Kellen. I think I'm just putting Kellenick and Haggerty and kind of just like this duo combination. Right. And Demo. You got four. Like just you got three-headed four. monster. I know. Three-headed monster. Forget Jesse Winker. I kind of agree with you. And the young studs. I know. I kind of agree for you. For me, it's hard because, like, obviously you want to play the guy that's hot. Also, is Big Dumper going to do it here? Oh. Nope. Fly out. Come on, Cal. Get down. Dude, this is the most oh, weird catch. Okay, well, two we, outs. We still tie it. We still tie it. Okay, we'll take that. That works. So now we got Anyways, eight. eight. Uh, okay. What I was saying was, you know, like Jared Kelnick's been playing triple A ball all year, right? So to come up and like just take over a role in left field where somebody like Dylan Moore has been kind of fighting for and Sam Haggerty, you know, they've been scrapping for that position all year. Uh, I feel like you do give the start to one of those guys. Uh, but at the same time, you know, it's like, okay, Jared's hot. Kids making plays right now, so it's it's an interesting question. I think I'd like to I'd like to know what everybody else thinks, uh, but I like to. It's it's hard to know, especially. I mean, we didn't expect Winker to be just this bad. So no, nobody obviously you, Winker you to open be this the bad. door for for Dude has, I mean, go ahead. If the Mariners sucking for the last couple weeks revives Jared Kelenic, I'm kind of down for that. That's kind of a nice story, bro. I totally agree. I totally like agree. If it's, and I, it, if it's like watching him tonight, okay, the first home run that he hit out, it was to deep left field, bro. Homie, yeah, homie actually swing. went opposite way for once. And the ball in the strike zone was upper left-hand corner of the plate, drove it to left field, and then on the uh, his fourth at-bat, I think, he was up and in, and he pulled it to the right side. It was perfect. It was like perfect baseball that you want to see so yeah and like that that wasn't even the first time that i'd seen him drive the ball the other way too like the game before he hit a ball right up the middle i'm like who is this dude he looks like jared but white and smaller and not as fast <laughs> but it's oh, good Santana, to see let's go i'm excited i'm excited i know i know i feel like it's it's hard to keep the content rolling but like imagine this Santana? dude carlos is so clutch though Bro, like, i know he, he is he hits big he okay. just hits the. All right, here we go. You're one zero, right? Count, You're one zero count. And okay. yeah, I'm one zero. Okay, well, right. we're gonna kind of roll as the game is kind of going yeah. on here. Eight eight, bottom well, ten. The, I feel like the Mariners. I feel the like the news should... of the day is the fact that we have the magic number sitting right now is two. Yep. Two could go to one tonight. Two could but go to one. There's right? a the there's second... a there's a great chance that the Mariners can clinch tomorrow. Phenomenal chance. 
It's going to happen most likely. At least at yep. least on Saturday. I know. JD invited me to go to the game tomorrow and I'm going out elk hunting tomorrow. So I'm going to Really? Miss it. Nice, yeah, I know. Man. It'll be it, I'm excited to go elk hunting, but like man, that's a bummer to miss the game too. Yeah, that's fair. But uh, especially when, you know, the Mariners are going to make the playoffs. I feel like I've come into today's episode with a much different demeanor regarding the Mariners than I did last week. Right? It's like, crazy how just a few games can make a make a big difference. Literally. Literally. Like, the, they've played two decent games, and I'm I'm feeling almost at the top of the world again. Right? After so much more comfortable. A three-and-eight so stretch on the road. Oh, it was awful. Absolutely terrible. Arguably the, our worst loss of the year, too, against the Royals, which I'm still bitter about, but I'm going to let it go because we're still going to make the playoffs, right? Uh, but I, I do think um, as much as the offense is kind of picking it up a little bit, the bullpen's got to got to come back up there right right there with them, right? Like bullpen's kind of struggling a little bit. Paul Seawall kind of gave up right there. Uh, got to see it. Got the walk from Santana there. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's big. But let's, it is, it's hard to focus we'll at just, the same dude, time. Huh? We'll just start with the Mariners today. So Magic number is down to two right now. It's no longer three with eight games to go. How are you feeling at the moment? I'm feeling really confident. I mean, it's funny how, like you said, one like a few games can change how you feel. It's but literally just whole, two games. The whole thought process is it, this. This changed a big big time for me. Have you looked at all the wild card teams last ten games? No. Are they all struggling? You got the you got the Blue Jays, you got the Rays, you got the Mariners, and it feels like the Mariners are on an island alone. You know we're all struggling, and they're all four and six, and we're the only team that's not healthy. Okay, so we're basically one one loss below them. No, we're four and six as well. Oh. Last time we're four and six, so we are literally tied okay. even for even stride with them, and we're really unhealthy, and they're not. I mean, granted, okay, we're playing against garbage know. teams, yeah. but. It makes right. me feel good, but my, my question Wait. for you is... Yeah, let me hear it. Would you rather finish hot, like they have eight games, so let's say eight games as of right this second, they can finish seven and one and be the one or two seed in the wild card rankings yep. and go against the Astros side of the division, or would you rather, you know, limp, quote-unquote, into the playoffs at four and four or three and five and take on the Guardians and Yankees on the outside? Yeah, uh, <laughs> well, dude, Kelnick just came up to the plate right now, so... How how magical would that be? Us talking about him and cheering him on and like, man, how this good has this guy be been playing? Imagine he drives the ball to the opposite side of the field here and scores Toro at third. Okay, you got one zero right here. One zero count. Oh, two for four. Time. Two bombs. Three home runs. Dude, dude just plays different in September. It's fun to watch, bro. And this it's... Jose Leclerc guy didn't pitch that well the other night either. Oh, that's a tough pitch. Um, Logan, I we we've we've asked this question before. And I think I tended to lean more towards the non-Astro side of the bracket, which essentially mm-hmm. means you have to claim that third seed. Because the second yep. seed is meaningless, right? You're, you're still on the Astro side of the bracket, and you're the visiting team. So both trash. The options are either one and three. Um, Correct. But I think I kind of said I'd rather be on the Yankee side at the beginning of the year, and I like our odds against the Guardians right now. Uh, so... As much as I don't like seeing a team kind of flounder towards the end of the season, um, I like the pace that we're at right now, and it is looking like we will claim that third seed spot. So, If we do win today, we do take the raise spot at number two. So that does switch pretty quickly just on one game. That's actually so, fascinating. Yeah, so we could see us win and celebrate, but then, oh boy, we're going to play you know the Blue Jays on the road coming up very right. shortly if this keeps up. So it's, it's definitely torn emotions. 
I I was on the Blue Jays on the road is tough. It, it's hard. I was also on that second, side where I was like, you know, I want the Guardians and Yankees. But at this point, I think this mm, club needs to see us win a few wins in a row. I think we need to get hot. I agree. I, I do think so, too. I'd like to go into the into the postseason with a lot of energy for the team. Come on, Kelnick. Right here, baby. 2-2 two, two count. Rip it. Full count. Two outs. Guys on first and third. <sighs> bottom of the 10th inning. This is like the the moment you live for as a kid. And this kid, no, no one thought he'd be in this moment right I now. I know. Nobody thought he would. Definitely not me. Me neither, bro. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, the sky's the limit for this team if they can get hot. So at this point, I say we just yeah, say, you no. know what? Let's just forget what everyone else is doing and just play Mariners baseball like, like a. Uh, I agree. Was they, they they just got to keep playing their game. They try to try to be somebody else who they're not. They don't play well, and uh, I think they just need to settle in. They need to settle in, and that might be something that concerns me. You know, I feel like we've kind of watched them feel these expectations of like okay you've got the last 20 remaining games and they're all against teams below 500 and they floundered in that right so do you think like just making the playoffs will bring a sense of relief down for them kelnick goes down a lot of the time okay pop fly now i can focus we're going to the we're going to the 11th yep um like do you think that'll bring a sense of a sense of relief to these guys just making the playoffs or do you think that that like I, I still think that drive will be there, uh, but do you think that'll allow them to just play the game of baseball after they make the playoffs, with I think no longer was... having that twenty-year drought hanging over? Agreed. Their head? Well, there was this sense of oh my gosh, we're gonna fall apart and Baltimore's gonna creep up on us. I, I, right. I personally feel a sense of relief as a fan, so I can imagine what it feels like to actually be in that locker room and say, okay, let's take a deep breath. Right. We're in the playoffs. Let's just reset. Baltimore's right. not catching us. So. I do think that'll have a big, big impact on this team. Yeah, I think so, too. I think so, too. Uh, so, yeah, I think ultimately I'd rather finish hot. I'd rather have the get, rather have the good vibes going. Do you bench Gino if you clinch tomorrow night? I kind of think so. Really? Yeah. He looks pretty, He looks fine out there right now. Yeah, just, I mean, you know, he's still got a splint on the finger, though. So That's true. My, in my opinion, like Gino's really half your offense. Your offense, essentially, the whole year has been Gino and J Rod. Who would have thought, man? I, not me, not me. I mean, J Rod, I could have seen coming, but Gino, I definitely didn't. I was just hoping, you know, he hit like two twenty, which he is, mm-hmm. but he's hitting a lot of home runs again, which is exactly what they what they wanted him to do. And everybody, so not 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 a lot of people saw that coming. Uh, so I think. In my mind, I'd, I'd like to see Gino get benched a little bit. I'd like to see the bullpen kind of reset and have a strong finish at the end here. Uh, if you clinch tomorrow, you sit J-Rod all the way, all the way to the playoffs. I agree with you. All Maybe, the way. I, I'd play, Maybe I would play, play him, him one the game. last series to get his timing back. Yep, get get the timing, get the rhythm. But I think that kid's mm-hmm. just got natural ability and talent and love for the moment in him, right? So I think... I think when he gets into that postseason moment, dude, he's just going to embrace it, just like he did with the home run derby this year. Uh, so, yeah, you bench Gino, you bench J-Rod, maybe give Mitch a little time off since he's getting a little bit hold- older. Uh, Ty France? Ty France has kind of been struggling at the plate a little bit in my mind. I mean, he's picking up a little bit. He's He's been bit. floundering for, for a minute. Yep. He's been floundering for a minute. Like, do you give him a minute to reset? And I think also having him over at, back at first base again, too, will – feel much more normal for him like a like a normal routine game that he's playing uh but yeah 
Yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll keep an eye on this team as they, you know, I like going I like playoffs. I like the Guardians Yankees matchup. I think we can beat both those teams. I think so too. I, I really think we do. can as well. Yep. As I, long as I we're really as long as we get healthy. I, I would so much rather play the Guardians or the and the Yankees headed headed towards the ALCS versus the Blue Jays on the road and for sure the Astros you don't want to go the road. down to Toronto. Dude, both those teams are brutal. Plus you got the vaccination requirements too and we won't have a couple Yeah, you people. don't get you don't get you don't get a few people there. So. Right, like I think Frazier is one of them, and I think we got another guy in the bullpen. I can't remember who. Please be Winker. Please be Winker. Please be Winker. Please be Winker. We don't need him to go. <laughs> Dude, I just, don't need I, it. I hope I hope the best for him next year. I think he takes a I I, I hope he takes a long off season, kind of focuses on the damage he's done to himself, and uh, it just comes back resets because I, I I like his energy. I like his energy. He do, he does have the good vibes. He, he strikes me as like the dad the of the group vibes. for yeah, some reason. He's 100%. like the dad who you who you piss off at a campground and yeah. he goes insane and flips everyone off and <laughs> fights for everyone. <laughs> That's exactly what Winker is. He's the dad of the camp. The campfire is cooking up the hot dogs and he's dad energy until someone pisses him off and then it's just game over. That is a hundred percent Jesse Winker. You cannot tell me otherwise. <laughs> That's no, I one hundred percent agree with you. That's what he is though. in my eyes. I one hundred percent agree with you. Yep, so we'll keep it on the game. Let you know how it progresses, but we're probably going to jump into football here. Top of the Good 11. old football. Uh, yeah, what, are, what, are, what do we got, man? Favorite games from this weekend? What do we got? There's a lot of good games. I mean, the game tonight was weekend. good. We had the we had the Dolphins yep. and the Bengals. Are you talking about last weekend? Uh, no, 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 for this upcoming okay, weekend. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Actually, no, let's talk, let's talk about Dolphins and uh, Bengals since that's fresh on the mind. Man, a lot of emotions when it comes to that game. First off, prayers up for Tua. Man. Man. Crazy, man. You got to think, bro, like the the Dolphins are going to be under fire this week. Well, they were asking Mike McDaniels about it in the locker room uh, yeah. during an interview. They go, so what's the process or whatever? Oh, if he had a head injury, we would put him in a concussion protocol. And so they're kind of already, I, I, you know, asking him questions about it. So it's definitely coming for him. I just, I just don't see how that's possible. Like, like we need. I, I feel like the Dolphins organization needs to back up to like two years ago when they were trying to get Brady illegally, <laughs> and they were doing some shady stuff then, and they're kind of doing some shady stuff now with Tua. And I feel like the the overall perspective on Tua has changed drastically in the last three weeks simply because the Dolphins are playing well and Tua has been playing well as well, right? Like, Tua was kind of viewed as this pedestrian quarterback coming out of college. Everybody was hating on him for his weak throwing arm, this and that. Guys make good decisions on the football field, and he's starting to win football games, which is really fun to see. Uh, so I, I want nothing for the best for him. Um and like all of a sudden, everybody's on Tua's side versus you know three three weeks ago, everybody hated Tua. So I think that's kind of been an interesting transition as well. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's there's no way that Knight's injury was a quote unquote back injury as well. And if anybody, especially the Dolphins facility, tries to tell me otherwise, they're out of their minds. And same well, with last you have same, to... with, same with last week's, bro. There's no way. Yeah, There's no the way. The thing that you have to do, especially with last week's injury, like at some point you have to say, you know what? Let's just do the eye test. Like when you see him get hit last week and he hits his head, goes down, right. he shakes his head, he's stumbling all over the place. It's like you can't tell me that's only your back. Right. There's no way. There's like no just way. use the eye test. And do I do I think Dude, if it was his back, he would have stayed on the ground. 
Yeah. Do I think that they went through all the protocols? I really do. But you have some freak situations. I mean, it's brain, it's head. You don't know what's really going on in there through, through a few, you know, fall on my finger type of deal. So right. I think they will definitely face some heat for this, and I'm intrigued to see 100%. what went down. Yeah. Very intrigued. But the the good news is he's his extremities are all moving, seems to be in good shape. It says that he's going to actually leave with the team tonight. Yeah, I saw that. That's great so, news. Great news. Super that, great news. In that regard. Man, that was just a scary sight, bro. That was a scary sight. I couldn't believe it. You texted me the second we left. Like, I walked out of the house, and then you texted me. You're like, Tua is down. I'm like, are you kidding me? I just missed down that. Down big time. I know. That was, that, time. Was, that was bad, bro. Uh, but on the bright side, I mean, uh, the Bengals played well. The Bengals did. Play yeah, the well. Bengals. They needed that game. We they all. We both. I mean, time. spoiler alert. Yep. We both. We both had the Bengals and pick them. Yep. They needed that game badly. Yep. Good pick by you. Uh, I was impressed with Joy B. I thought they ran the football pretty well. They made that pretty gutsy call at the end. I don't know if you were still watching, but uh, they were on like the forty-yard line in their own territory, and. It was like second down or something, and uh, it wasn't T. Higgins. It was somebody else. I don't even remember. But he, he just ran a seam route and got the ball way downfield into their, into their 40, which is a big-time play, uh, especially late in the game. They ended up scoring a touchdown later on that drive. So that was that was big time. Uh, that really sealed the game. Uh, Tyreek's talk didn't quite work out for you, buddy. You hate to see it. You think he talks a lot of smack. Dude talks a lot of smack. Dude talks a lot of smack. I will say, though, like I, there was that one pass earlier in the game to Tyreek Hill in double coverage, and the ball was just way underthrown by Tua. <laughs> he was forcing him. He was force-feeding the ball yeah, a little bit. Uh, yeah. And I respect it, right? Feed your, feed your guy. Uh, but Mahomes gets that football downfield in stride. Let's not, Mahomes let's gets not that football that. in stride with an underhand pass. Let's not deny that. So Falling down to his knees. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you just want to run straight into prick straight into, let's do it, straight into, straight into it. All right, straight we got, uh, we got something new for you guys today, a little, a little something we think you might like. Logan, lead us off here. So Brett, we got Miami versus Cincinnati, where you covered that game. So let's go Minnesota, New Cincinnati Orleans. Cincinnati wins. Uh, I, I got Minnesota. I think the Saints look terrible this week. And I also week, have Minnesota. And I, li- I like the Vikings coming into this game. They've been playing pretty well, so I think they'll take it. Cleveland, Atlanta. I'm going to go with the Atlanta Falcons. I think that Marcus Mariota is a little slept on. Cleveland just doesn't look very good. So I'm going to go with Atlanta. I think Drake London has a big game. Dude, I had the same thing. And just so you guys know, we we did not look at each other's picks before we made this. And I was like, Atlanta all the way as soon as I saw this matchup. Simply because of the home matchup. Uh, Miles Garrett is still kind of out right now at the moment after that car wreck. And I thought Marcus Mariota threw the ball pretty well last week. So, Atlanta. Washington versus Dallas. Me and Logan are split on this. Uh, I got Dallas winning this game. Logan, what about you? I got the uh, Washington. I think that Antonio Gibson is the cowboy killer. You see, mm, you see him do it every Thanksgiving. Yeah. This dude's gonna run for three touchdowns, even though he's not a great player. He's gonna do it some way, somehow. I think Cooper Rush finally looks human this game. I'm gonna go with the uh, Washington Commanders. Interesting. Way to say that. Interesting. Seahawks, yep. Detroit. We also have some split here. So I went with the Detroit Lions. Brett, you went with Seattle. Why'd you go with them? Uh, I, I, 
I think they bounce back. I think they make a bounce back after two losses like that. Uh, I know it's on the road, so I'll probably lose this matchup. Uh, but I just like to see something good about the Hawks coming. And you know, I got I got to pick them every time. They've got a got a game that might be somewhat winnable because I don't have a whole lot of winnable games left on the schedule. So, uh, sure. Titans versus Colts this week. I got the Colts winning. Logan called me crazy for that. Uh, but Colts looked good last week against a great team in the Chiefs, and they're at home this week. So, Colts. I think that the uh, Titans, the Titans need this win bad. I mean, they beat the Raiders last week. They need to show the momentum is still on their side. It's hard for the NFL to repeat, you know, week after week. I don't see the Colts pulling off two miracles in a row. I'm gonna go with the uh, Titans. Mm, I like All it. All right, we got a ba- battle of mid again. Chicago <laughs> versus the Giants. Uh, Chicago versus the Giants. Who'd you, who'd you go with, Brett? I got the Bears, man. Bears are a little bit better this year than they have been in previous. So I like I like the matchup. Giants struggled against the Cowboys. I, I mean, do you think Chicago is worse than the Cowboys? I don't really think so. So, Bears. I said, you know, I went with the Giants. I mean, basically, whenever I see a game like this, I go, okay, these teams are pretty even overall. Who's going to be the playmaker? I think Saquad's Barkley is going to look really good again. And I think that he's the deciding factor. I think he runs wild one more. Uh, next one, we got Jacksonville versus Philly. This is kind of an interesting game now that Jacksonville is kind of showing their true colors. They look pretty good. They look decent. But Brett, they look and, I, decent. Brett and I did go with Philadelphia. Brett, why would you go with them? Uh, Eagles are hot, man. Eagles are hot. And I think the Eagles are going to show their true colors eventually, too. They're going to drop a game sooner or later. Uh, but I think they get to 4-0 this week against the Jags, especially at home. Couldn't agree more. Jets, Pittsburgh. I got the this Jets. Is- this is surprising. We both took the Jets on this one. I, I got the Jets I, I, as well. No, I was surprised by that, too. I like. I, I just feel like I like what the Jets are doing. Jets haven't been decent in a while. I uh, definitely don't trust Trubisky at quarterback, even at the home stadium for Pittsburgh this week. So I think the Jets take the Steelers. I actually agree with you on this one. This next one? I agree with you on this next one as well. I got both. <laughs> This next one is uh, Buffalo versus Baltimore. This is another, I mean, Buffalo, whoever Buffalo plays, it feels like is the best game of the week so yeah, far. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Buffalo versus, versus Baltimore. Who'd you take, Brad? Uh, I got the Ravens winning that game. It, this, is, this is just like the, the Bills-Dolphins game from last weekend. It could definitely be a toss-up, but I like the Ravens. Lamar Jackson's been balling. Dude is going to get his contract. He deserves big, big money and lots of it. I go, I go Baltimore as well. Chargers, Houston, Logan, what do you think? Chargers, Houston, this is an important game for the Chargers to get right. I think they come off pissed. I mean, they looked terrible last week against a bad team in Jacksonville. So I think that Herbert continues to uh, fight through the pain of the ribs, and I think they, they get a good road go, get a good road win. Yep. I, th- I think it's a big bounce back week for the Chargers, and I think they're going to make something special happen down in Houston this week. So I like the Chargers. Yep. I'm taking them. I'm with you. Another... Another good matchup, Arizona versus Carolina. This is another kind of a toss-up, but, you know, you got to go with the gingerbread man sometimes. You do. You do, man. you got to go with the little midget running around. Uh, The Call of Duty beta has ended, so we can (laughs) assume that Kyler Murray will be focused this week and will be watching film on the Carolina Panthers. Arizona takes it in North Carolina. New England, Green Bay. uh, I mean, this might have been one of the easiest matchups of the week to pick, in my opinion. I mean, Mac Jones being out, the Packers, Packers are hot, the Packers are at home, Packers by a lot. I'm Aaron, Aaron, well. Aaron Rodgers is not going to lose to a dude named Mac Jones who should be working at McDonald's. Not going to happen. Mac Jones isn't even playing, bro. He's out. Exactly. He's no chance. So, it ain't happening. Okay, this is my favorite pick from Brett this I week. agree. So, Brett, so, 
So obviously, if you listened to last episode, Brett was not a big fan of Denver. Neither of us were. Brett, who did you take in the Broncos-Raiders game and why? I got the Broncos taking this game. Connor, I know you're you're not going to like this pick. Uh, Just for the record, I definitely feel like you talked more smack regarding the Broncos and Russell Wilson last week than I did. Uh, And I I do think this could be a toss-up game. I think Derek Carr plays a good game. I just don't know if he gets it done this week because I think Russell Wilson is going to finally kind of find his flow in this offense out in Denver. Uh, So I I think he puts up a few more touchdowns this week. I got Denver. I'm with you, Connor. I got the Raiders. Why? Kansas City versus the Bucks. All that, all that. You think think Hunter Renfro makes a return this week? You think he does something bigger? Hunter Renfro? Absolutely not. I do not think so. Really? Okay, interesting. I think there's just too much. I think there's too much focus on Waller and... Uh, homeboy, Devontae Adams to get, get the ball. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Uh, Chiefs, Bucks, Logan, who you got? Dude, sometimes you just got to go with Mahomes. I mean, he's super young. He's talented. Brady obviously has it going. I think Tampa Bay is starting to look a little bit more human last year, and I think Kelsey goes bananas. I think I think that the Chiefs will win, but it's going to be a good game. It'll be a shootout. Yep, I agree. How about you? Uh, I do have the Bucks winning this. I just It's hard for me to vote against Tom Brady at the moment. Uh, so yeah, I got I, I think Tom Brady in his veteran status pulls this game out, especially after a tough loss to the Packers last week and it being at home. So I think I got I got Bucks taking this one. Rams versus 49ers. That. What do you think, Logan? I think that the you know the NFC West the teams always play each other so hard and especially yep, the Rams do. and Niners they're always tight they're always kind of ground and pound games this is going to be 14-17 21-17 and it won't be a blowout I think that San Francisco makes enough plays on defense to win the game I like it funny enough I picked San Fran as well I like the home matchup for them and uh, I think the 49ers make something special I think they find their groove a little more with Jimmy G out in the back and uh, 49ers take it. So overall, uh, this week's matchup picks. Me and Logan were matching on 10 out of 16 games, and we're different on 6 out of 16 games. So the uh, tables will turn this week, and somebody will take the lead, I'm guessing. It'll be it'll be interesting to see. I'm excited. should be fun. should be a great week filled with great matchups. And, uh, yeah, that's this week's pick em. And Brett... The magic number is one. The Mariners walk it off in the eleventh inning, right who, on cue. Who just hit that? I missed it. I couldn't tell. JP ran in. I can't tell. He's getting absolutely just—they're all over him right now. Number three, it looks like. Was uh, it's it? It's definitely JP. It's definitely I think JP, it was JP. Baby. It was JP. JP Crawford. Oh, the whole wow, team the did a little dancey dance. And not here comes magic the dance. numbers one, baby. <laughs> Let's is. go. Let's go. They're all dancing. Kellenic's dancing. Suarez, the whole team, baby. Oh, look at Winker out there That's in the sweatshirt. Right. Look at that guy. Beautiful. Look hey, at that. Team spirit. Stay in your sweatshirt. Team Stay spirit, in your sweatshirt, right? bro. We don't need you in a jersey. Don't pick up a bat. Uh, don't pick up anything. I know. I don't know. Well, Mariners got a good one. Ten nine. What a game. Literally, I don't think could have been any more perfect timing. That was awesome. I don't even really care oh, that we gave up play, nine runs play, because up uh, oh, here it is. It looks like a. Oh, is this an error, or does it just get through? Let's see. JP hits oh, at third baseline. This is that. an error. This is an error. How does he miss that? Wow. Went straight right through glove. the third baseman's glove. Dylan Moore scores. Wow. Game we'll over. take it. Uh, Jared, that should have been a double play. Yeah, 100%. Jared Kelnick scored that inning, too. 
which wow. is only okay. because he started on second because he got out in the previous inning, which I forgot about. But, you know, wow. regardless, okay. dude, what a win. Let's go M's. So awesome. Win okay, tomorrow. The Mariners win it. Win, win tomorrow. tomorrow. They clinch. Let's win go. and Baltimore loses. That's a clinch. A win wow. or Baltimore. Let's go, baby. That's big that's time. That's exciting. I can't believe yes. that. I can't believe that. Wow, that's great. Wow, what a great weekend this is going to be. I, I Looking do, like it's going to be a great sports weekend. It should be a great sports weekend, especially with all these matchups. Speaking of matchups. So let's talk a little bit more about our uh, favorite games this weekend. We touched on a few of them during Pick'em. Yep. But I want to talk. I want to come back to Buffalo and Baltimore. Obviously, Josh Allen versus Lamar Jackson. Josh Allen hasn't really gotten his huge paycheck yet. Neither has Lamar Jackson. So these kids are obviously still trying to prove it. But I think that Baltimore just... I think they I think they grind it out. I think I think they grind it out too. Um you know, Lamar Jackson has just been playing differently recently. He's he can throw up some he's crazy throwing numbers. really well. This is gonna be an incredible fantasy game, I think. Uh you know, and Josh Allen is gonna do the same with Stefan Diggs and uh what, Gabriel Davis, right? Yep. And so I like I like that. I don't really have any favorites on Baltimore's offense aside from Lamar Jackson, uh, but I think you know just having that home field advantage does make a big difference. And it's it's tough to win on the road, just like we saw last week. I think you know some of your contenders at the moment are the Dolphins, the Eagles, the Bills, and the Ravens currently. Yep. Uh, and Bills just got unfortunate with some tough matchups coming off the rip here. So I think I think the Bills will continue to pick it up later on down the season, and I don't think they looked bad yet. I don't think they've played horrible. You know, they just had some tough matchups and lost a tough one last week. So they've I, had some really tough match. I mean, they've had the Rams. They've had the yep. they've had the Rams. Well, now they the handled the Rams, too. Ravens, and they had the Dolphins. Who else have they had? I know mi- some- we're missing that second game, that week two game. They had some. St- I think they they destroyed someone. I think is what happened. I can't remember exactly. Here it is. They played uh, the Rams, the Titans, and the Dolphins. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm agree with you. I think that Lamar Jackson. I mean, fantasy football wise, this game is going yeah, to be, this will be painted the game to watch. in points. Yeah, painted in points. Score prediction on this. Let's see how close we get. Uh, I'm gonna say 34, 35, 30. Ravens. Man, this is I, I'm with you. It's gonna be in that thirty range. I'm gonna go forty one thirty seven Ravens. I think it's gonna be such a high scoring game. I don't know why I say forty one thirty seven, but I just gotta go higher than you. I just think it's gonna be super high. Yeah. And it's gonna be a great game. Yeah. On the opposite side of the spectrum, I think the Chiefs Bucks game will be a little bit lower scoring. I think I, the Chiefs I, win pretty handedly in my opinion. I don't know really? why. Really? I think the Chiefs kind of take it by 14 plus points. I'm wow. going to go Chiefs. I just don't see that now with the Bucks defense. Chiefs 35, no, nah, 31 17. I mean, in my opinion, like pretty much all of the Chiefs offense right now is between Travis Kelsey and Patty Mahomes. Uh, and I just like Buck or I like Tom Brady's targets more and I like his defense more and I like the home field advantage. Scoring that, I'm going to put that lower. I'm going to put that right around 24 Shoot, man, twenty four twenty. Yeah, that's probably a good score. I mean, I don't hate that score at all. It's gonna be a good game, no matter what. Yeah, man, I feel like we've. I been, like the matchup. Been, there's a lot of good games these la- these first couple weeks. Yeah, just really solid. I think last last week was a little bit softer, not super crazy. Yeah, nothing this too wild last week. Pretty good. 
Now, we already talked about Miami and Cincinnati. That was a great game tonight. You know, if, if Tua stays in the whole game, do you think they win that? You know, I actually don't think so. I think the Bengals were destined to win that game from the get-go. They started off hotter. I they they play. So I think the Dolphins were a little beat up from that really tough game against the Bills when it was 110 degrees and they were cramping everywhere and yeah. Tua was banged up. Even if Tua, I think, fish, finishes that game out, I think they were too weak. Yeah. One team weak in the Dolphins, and then the Bengals were hungry as heck to get that second win under the belt and go yeah. to two and two. Yeah. Logan, uh... Talk to me about our college football this week. Who's playing? What do we got? We got the got? dogs. Got the dogs. Fifteen dogs versus UCLA, UCLA. UCLA, UCLA actually gives kind of the Huskies some trouble here over the years. I feel like. Yeah, they they always do, uh, and it's a it's a road game, so it should be a little bit more difficult. Uh, this is kind of a prove it game in my mind, right? Like. They've played two good teams, really, between Michigan State and Stanford. And that that's brought their projection up to 15 in the AP polls. Uh, but I think if they walk away from UCLA, UCLA this week with a, with a decent win, I, I really like their odds. I like their odds. I think they're going to jump up in the polls. Maybe they'll hit somewhere around that 12 mark. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, I don't really have anything anything new to, new to add to them. I think it's going to be a really high-scoring high game. I mean, DTR is a good quarterback, and he can rush. This is going to be the first quarterback we play this year that can really run the ball. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty hard to contain these two-headed monsters when they have a pretty good running back, and then DTR, like I said, can run the ball pretty well. So another thing that worries me about this game is football games, for the most part, they're pretty repetitive. You know, it's a home or away game. This one is really strange because UCLA, I don't know if you saw this, they have no one going to these games. There is no one going to this UCLA football game. It is going to be an empty, empty stadium. And as much as you think you don't have to prep for something like that, weird things like that sometimes throw off. I mean, these are college kids. So sometimes weird games like this will throw off someone. Yeah, well, in, so I'm hoping in my we don't mind, see a letdown like that, but gosh. I mean, who wouldn't want to go to the Rose Bowl, especially when you have a decent team? Apparently it's something to do with the... The way the the location of the stadium apparently you can't take a pretty direct route. You have to go around it, yeah. and it's a super long drive. I don't really know exactly, but to really hone it in, UCLA is giving out free free tickets to students in elementary and middle school classes right now. That's so they're wild. pushing out tickets to the schools. They're also any not not only if you're a season ticket holder right now, if you're a former season ticket within the last ten years, you've been a season ticket holder. Ten years. You can get fifty. Yes, you can get $55 tickets for 20 bucks, or $120 or $120 tickets for $40. So you're getting a huge deal right now. They're they're trying to give what? these away, man. That should tell you something big time about the program. Yes, they're that, trying to give these away. should tell you a lot about the program. It's a little I mean, this is the team you want to send to the Big 10, really? Right. I know. They no one even shows up for their games now. You want you want a team like Wisconsin to come down here and play in front of in front of four people? Bro. Could you imagine Wisconsin and the beatdown that they would do on UCLA? Oh, they would the absolutely murder UCLA. Oh man, that'd be brutal to watch. Be boring to watch. So definitely expect a really high scoring game, yeah. in my opinion. But yeah. it'll be it'll probably be the dogs. I mean they're much more talented. Much more talented. I'd like to see Penix bounce back this week. Uh, 
more more in the aspect of our receivers catching the football a little bit better than they did last week. I thought I thought Penix's arm was there and I thought he was making good throws, uh, but his stats definitely didn't reflect that based on the drops that uh, that that the dogs had in that game. Uh, so I'd like to see a little bounce back from him. Uh, do you know the status on Asa Turner? Is he still out this week? I think I do not know be, the status because he Turner. was hurt last week too. And that's a big loss not having not having him back there in the secondary. So especially as a leader on this team. Yeah, yeah, a huge leader. So we'll on this see. Team. One of the Huskies, more veteran I mean, guys too. Huskies number fifteen in the nation, man. They should handle this. They should handle it. It'll be they high should. scoring in my opinion, yep. but they'll they'll win the game. Yep, yep. I like it. I'm just excited for the USC game later this year. Uh, that'll be an exciting one. I don't think we play them this year, man. Do we not? We this is honestly I was looking at the UW schedule. They don't play USC or Utah in the regular season, which is super lame. The only good team oh, you're we right. get we don't. is Oregon. Wow. This is why I was rooting for Oregon to beat Wazoo is because I need Oregon to be number seven, eight, nine in the country Before while the Huskies are ten, eleven. So we beat them uh-huh. and then we can beat Utah. So I was rooting for Oregon last week. Wow. So you still think Utah is better than SC? Even with Lincoln Riley. I don't really care who's better. I mean, at this point, we just need to play a ranked team. I think USC is better, but Utah is who we're going to see in the Pac-12 championship. So I think that we just wait to play them. I like it. I like it. How does it come down? Do you know if USC and UW tie? Is there a way we can play them to see who gets in the Pac-12 championship for the North? If USC and UW tie? Yeah, during the regular season. Because we don't play them at all. Let's say they're the same conference record. Oh, I don't. I don't know. really know. We'll have to look into that. But that's that have, would be a I good scenario no for us. Yep. I don't know what the tiebreakers like. I can't remember in years past that that's ever happened. I don't think it has because right now USC four and zero in conference two and zero. UCLA four and zero two and zero. UW four and zero one and zero. So yeah. Next week you got the Sun Devils who are one and three on the road, and that should be a pretty easy win. I'd like to go to that game, but I can't get a ticket down there. And then the following week, you got UW plays University of Arizona back at home, then California, Golden Bears, then the Beavers, Oregon State, then the Ducks, then Colorado, Man, the then WSU. Like after Un- this weekend, they don't have anybody good until the Ducks. And yeah, until you hit the Ducks, it's kind of just. I mean, these games are hard because it, it sucks to play against teams you should beat, right? Because there's a little bit of pressure there. Yeah. But it's just going to be, you know, survive in advance until the Ducks, and then see what happens. Yeah. Just don't drop, don't drop the season to some crappy team like yeah, the Beavers. You, I mean, you can't drop to the Devils or the Wildcats, or the well, Beavers. Beavers are a little better in my mind. They've been a lot. Beavers better are better. In the, you know the past two years, than they have been almost for beat the SC majority of their of their lifetime. And the Bears are three and one, I guess. The Golden Bears. Man, the Buffaloes are zero and four. And Wazoo's three and one. It's just I still don't really give that much credit to these teams. I don't think they're that good. Yeah, just survive until we play the Ducks. That's what's so opinion. interesting so about college do. football. You just you never know. You never know. You don't. It's know. also what makes it so know. fun to watch too. I mean, the rankings just fluctuate like crazy. Like right. We said before they change so much. Uh, that's most of the show that we have in terms of main content. We do have some other stuff to talk about though. Uh, Logan, tell me. Tell me what you or tell me what Chad Powers said this week. So, <laughs> Chad Powers, that's such a good line. First off, Chad Powers, we can talk about that a little bit. So they did this thing on ESPN where so they had funny former former NFL players or 
sports athletes of any kind kind of put on makeup and do new hair and they go to tryouts and it's a professional bro player. he looks so ugly <laughs> playing with a bunch of walk-ons so eli manning did that as chad powers at penn state university so funny and so eli and peyton manning are hosting the manning cast on monday night with the broncos versus the 49ers and eli says the following they should have paid that punter 235 million instead of russell wilson that's <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, it's wait. such a brutal line. Oh, I don't have the stat pulled up on that. Uh, okay, so do we have? Okay, we do have that. Uh, so Russell Wilson versus Teddy Bridgewater, who was a quarterback for the Broncos last year. Actually, Logan, yes. you can take this away because you found That's this stat. Right. This is hilarious. Okay, so let me find it. Where is it? Uh, if you're a Broncos okay. fan, you're going to be pissed at this stat. This is crazy. So Russell Wilson versus Teddy Bridgewater. So one year ago today on the date – Teddy Bridgewater was 3-0 with the Denver Broncos, scoring 76 points as a team, the Broncos. And how much was he making, Brett? Four and a half million. So four and a half million, and they're 3-0, making 76 points as a team. All right. Teddy Bridgewater is trash, according to them. So you bring in Russell Wilson only making 49 million compared to Bridgewater's 4.5 million. And Russell Wilson is 2-1 and one with only 43 points scored as an offense. Yes, you missed Judy for a little bit, but that is ridiculous. Oh, that dude, is not, if, you're paying, if you're paying a guy $49 million, it doesn't matter who he's got out there at wide receiver. Guy gets the doesn't job done. It doesn't matter at all. I think the math that I came up on this uh, was Teddy Bridgewater made $56,000 per point that he scored, and Russell Wilson was paid one point. One point one three nine million per yes. per point that he scored. It's absurd. Yes, so far, it's genuinely I mean, yes, they're, absurd. They're two and one. They're two and one, but they're the only team. That another stat that I saw. The Broncos are two and one. Yes, but they had the most punts of any team to win a game in the last ten years. Last week, that's wild. So yeah, you're two and one. You should be one and two. Forty three points is ridiculous. And Brett, I've got some other questions for you. Hold up, just because we're on this topic. But, I mean, come on, Broncos country, let's ride. (laughs) Let's ride. Broncos country, let's ride. Speaking of let's ride, so, Brett, don't typically great quarterbacks have a pretty uh, pretty good QBR rating, would you say? Yeah, you'd say so. Most of the time they do. So I want to play a game called Who Has the Better QBR? Okay, I like it. Sounds a little fun here. Yeah, let's, let's play it. So I want you to guess who has the better QBR so far this season, okay? Russell Wilson or Lamar Jackson? Lamar Jackson. Yeah, that's easy. Very yeah, easy. Yeah, that was an easy one. Russell Wilson question. or the Detroit Lions led a Jared Goff. <laughs> Jared Goff. All Jared day. Jared Goff does. Jared Goff does have more better QBR. <laughs> Russell Wilson or Matt Ryan. Russ. Yes, Russ does have more. Good. All right, I'm good. three Russ, for three. I Russell like it. Russell Wilson or Mitch Trubisky. Russell Wilson. Also, Russell Wilson. Okay, yeah, you're doing pretty good. All right, four for Russell four. Let's Wilson go. Wilson or Jacoby Brissett of the Browns? Ooh. I'm going to stick with Russ. It's Brissett. Really? Brissett is out QBR in Russell Wilson so far. Russell Wilson or Kirk Cousins? You like that. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with my boy. You like that? Yeah, Kirk Cousins has a better QBR than Russell Wilson thus far. <laughs> Russell Wilson or Marcus Mariota? Russell Wilson. 
Marcus Mariota has a better QBR rating than Russell Wilson. What? Here's one of my favorite ones. Russell Wilson or 2013 Russell Wilson in his sophomore year as an NFL player. 2013 Russell Wilson. 2013 Russell Wilson is destroying current $49 million Russell Wilson, all right? Here's two more for you. Russell Wilson or Brett Hundley, the 2017 backers, Packers quarterback. The insurance option. <laughs> yes. Uh, Brett Brett Huntley has a better QBR, 27 insur- 2017 insurance rating. And last but not least, Russell Wilson or Daniel Jones. <sighs> Russell Wilson. Daniel Daniel Danny Jones. Dimes? Are you kidding Danny me? Danny Dimes. Russell Wilson is getting out QBR'd by, listen up, Daniel Jones, 2017 Brett Hundley, Marcus Mariota, Kirk Cousins, and, ja- Wilson. and Jacoby Brissett. That's not a good line. I guarantee you take all those dudes' contracts, multiply it by three, add a couple chump changed coins in there, and Russell Wilson's getting paid double that. Yeah. That's not a good look, man. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, man, I was looking at that this morning, and I was like, oh, that's just kind of a wild stat. 2013 Russell Wilson is destroying him. So here's the question. What is Russell Wilson's QBR? So 2013 Russell Wilson had a QBR of 67.2. Oh. What do you think his QBR is right now? Oh, wow. Okay, I was going to guess somewhere around like 76, but you said 69. Uh, Okay, 43. It's 45.2. Wow. Keep in mind, Jacoby Brissett has a 62.6. Wow. What's somebody like Lamar Jackson? Lamar Jackson has a... He's got an 88. Okay. So he's solid. Jared Goff, 63.7. Brissett, (laughs) 62.6. Marcus Mariota, 55.8. QBR for Russ. Yeah, Russell Wilson, 45.2. 2017 insurance option, Brett Hundley, terrible football player, 45.5. That's insane. So you tell me who should have gotten paid, bro. Someone call Brett Hundley, tell him to get off the couch, put the Cheetos away, dude, and come lead the Broncos. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? This is your mans. This is your mans. This is the captain of the ship. Hey, as far as I'm, I'm concerned, at that. they can have him, bro. They can have the dude. My goodness. <laughs> you can't outperform Marcus Mariota and Jacoby Brissett, Russell Wilson. Let's what, keep tracking what, this. What's Geno Smith's? Geno Smith's, I can tell you, that's a great question. Give me one second. Pause for a second. Okay, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. While, while we're waiting. I want you to take a guess. Oh, you got so, it? So, the top QBR right now is Tua. What's his? Tua is 88.5 compared to Lamar. Okay, wow. He's got the best one. Geno Smith's. So Russell's 45.5 or whatever. What do you think Geno is? I'm going to put Geno at 57. Geno's at 62.2. Wow, so he's right up he's, there with the Marcus Mariotas and the Jared Goffs and the Kirk Cousins of this He's world. beating out Justin Herbert right now. Jo- Jacoby Brissett is just above him. So it goes Tua Tungavaloa. Not going to be the top anymore. Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Cooper Rush. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. 
Taylor Lawrence, Jared Goff, Jacoby Brissett, and at number 10, yours truly, Gino, Gino, Gino. Wow. Isn't that? I, I mean, Russ Justin is getting out, out of by there. Trevor Lawrence, too? Yeah. That's wild to me. Trevor Lawrence and Cooper Rush. I mean, dude, I feel like half the quarterbacks in the league right now are just a bunch of pedestrians. They really are. I mean, th- these are guys outside the top 10 right now. Aaron Rodgers, Kyler Murray, Matthew Stafford, Tannehill, Tom Brady's at 18, right. Joe Burrow's at 17. Like, there's a lot of bad QBR ratings out here, guys. That's crazy. But the craziest one is Russell Wilson, that dude. That is crazy. That is crazy. And I do feel like a lot of those other guys that are way lower, like, you know, they're, they're winning football games because they've, you know, it's been a team effort. But the, these Broncos losses definitely feel like Russell Wilson. He's he's holding them back a lot, in my opinion. I mean, he's missing guys. And I know the classic Seahawk, you know, you're such a hater of Russell Wilson. Now, I'm not a hater of Russell Wilson, but I've been saying this since they traded him. I hope you suck. And so far, that is coming to fruition I'm smiling. For you. That is coming to fruition for you. I'm smiling. Here's wow. another thing that and caught I just my eye this with week. a 45 QBR rating to beat the, yeah, beat the yeah, you Raiders. Did. What's, what's Derek Carr's sure at? sure did. So, Russell Wilson, again, is 45.5. Derek Carr is sitting at 48.4, not much better. Mm, okay, so right around the same. So, it'll be tight. Yeah. Here's, a, here's another thing that matchup. caught my eye this yeah. week, Brett, and I wanted to ask you about. So, last week, two weeks ago, actually, we talked about college football and how it's kind of going down the drain, in our opinions. Yeah, not yeah. down the drain. It just feels a little more flashy. Right. So, what would Bumpus do if you were, you know, mid-Snohom, playing Snohomish, 45-42 game, he looks over at you and you're swiping your Apple Watch playing, you know, Clash Royale. <laughs> and you've got Louis Vuitton cleats on. What would he what would he say to you? Bro, I couldn't even imagine. He yeah, probably, Marvin he'd probably Harrison. Be like, Hey Diva, get off the field. Yeah, get off the field. Marvin Harrison of Ohio State was playing as wide receiver with a f- with an Apple Watch on and Louis Vuitton cleats. Uh, yeah. That I, I I did see that this crazy. week. That was Stupid. stupid wild stupid i mean <laughs> bro you're like you haven't even made it to the big league yet i don't i i, I don't understand it the it doesn't uh, seem name image and likeness is just changing college football it's crazy how is that allowed yeah, it's i was wondering that same you thing you think so he runs Apple out Watch... there and is like hold up let me track my activity <laughs> he's like, like he's oh. like mid route good job you stood up good job <laughs> notification from girlfriend it's like what what is happening is he getting his like his routes from his you know the quarterback's got the sleeve nice route sweetheart yep nice route sweetheart (laughs) it's like what how is this even allowed i get these these notifications on my watch and it's like take it take a moment to be mindful just pause. And in, and in that moment, you look at your lineup, and Derrick Henry has four points it's in the like, third quarter, and you start. Dude's running around. He's running a he's running a slant. Just gets blindsided. But right before he gets blindsided, it's like take a moment. Take, take a moment. Deep breath. We know you root for the Seahawks and Mariners. You need this. I hate to say it. And it's probably right, but you know what? It's probably not going to happen either. Just imagine. Just imagine, guys, this is awful. Imagine he's down, he's like hurt, right, and he can't stand up. And the watch is just like, it's time for you to stand. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, 
no. But yeah, college kids playing football with Apple Watches is not what I was expecting this year. Wow, that's good. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's kind of oh, all we have for in terms of boy, you know, preview on, of the NFL. I got, I got, oh, uh, congratulations to Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. <laughs> we might have to clip that congratulations out. Congratulations to who? No, there's yeah, no clipping anything out. Aaron freaking Judge, man. All rise for the wow. judge. 61 all bombs. Rise. I don't care what you all say. The only reason this is getting as much coverage as it is is because Roger Maris' home run record is the real home run record. If it wasn't, no one would be talking about it because, quote-unquote, he's still short, like, 12 home runs. But no one's talking about that because he's hit 61, all natty. It's, it's awesome. We're watching history here. I mean, no one will probably ever touch this record again. That's what, that's what everybody thought about Maris' record, but no one ever came close to that natural either, so... Big congrats to Aaron Judge. That's crazy. And I do have to say, uh, I'm stoked that that ball landed in the bullpen. Me too. I mean, dude, that that bounced off of someone's gloves yeah. from making millies. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think it's stupid too. Like, I don't know. It's just a it's just a stupid way to quote unquote get rich. You know, it is a stupid way. And it, it is it's a like it's way. like, dude. This is that that's a piece of history. Just give it back to the owner. Give it give it back to the guy who actually did it, right? Like who are you to take his home yep. run ball? So I'm I'm stoked that he got the ball back and you know, it didn't sell online or whatever or, or he demanded so much from the Yankees to get the ball over and whatnot. So that was great. Uh Did you see did you see the fact that the guy who so obviously it went into the bullpen. No. Yep. And the guy who caught the bullpen or whatever his wife went on Twitter, and she's like, "No, I didn't." He didn't even he didn't even check in at home to see if we wanted to sell the ball. Like, <laughs> am I quitting? Am I quitting? She goes, she goes, good, bad news because I don't think she's a Yankee fan. She yeah. goes, bad news. Aaron Jones, Aaron Judge hit his sixty um, first home run against the Blue Jays, which her husband plays for. Good news is I'm quitting my job. <laughs> is what she wrote. <laughs> Uh, and uh, the stand-up guy—I mean, the Blue Jay, the Blue Jays bullpen guy who caught it—he just gave it right back to Judge, who gave it to his mom, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that's awesome, super cool. So, yeah, and congrats, congrats and, to Judge. And Roger Maris Jr. was there too to witness it as well, so that was super neat. I mean, my favorite part about the whole ordeal is I don't care, you know, the fact that this dude hits—I don't know—nine of these home runs are flyouts to right field in any other stadium. It's kind of interesting to me. I mean, the Yankees historically have the shortest right field. Yeah, it um, is. It is fascinating. They play in a little kids. But you know what? They play in a little. Shout out Aaron Judge. Still, the way this dude was hitting it, exploding off his bat, he probably would have done it anyway. Well, just something to note. He's got a great chance of winning the triple crown too, which is amazing. And there's only three dudes above him in the home run record, and that's just Bonds, Sosa, and McGuire. But all three of those dudes cheated, and then it's then it's Roger Maris and Judge now tied at four. It's awesome. I'm glad that they're clean, clean and still crushing. Yeah, Aaron me Jones. too. Judge is a stud, man. We'll see what he does in the playoffs. Logan, I got the uh, I got the interview of the week for you here. Saw Let's that hear it. A little while ago. I'm ready. Um, definitely getting better today, but made a lot of progress here in the last whatever 48 hours. Uh, so keep plugging away and take that day by day. See how it goes. Does he have a high ankle sprain? Day by. What do I look like? A doctor, an orthopedic surgeon? Like, I don't know. 
talk to the medical experts. What are the medical experts on staff say? Day by day. <laughs> I don't know day why. I think that's so day. funny. And I don't even think that's a full clip either because he's like, day by day. Day by day. Day by day. Day by day. I, his interviews make me they're smile so every time. Him and Mike Leach, man. Yeah. No one makes me smile more than him and Mike Leach. You kind of start thinking that that's intentional, but I just genuinely think that's who he is. Oh, 100%. I mean, he's just super authentic. Day by day. Super authentic. Does he have an ankle sprain? Yeah. Day by day. Big, uh... Big personality so guy. Big, big, big personality guy. Oh, big talker. Man, you gotta love him though. Gotta you love just him. gotta love him. Hey, he's still, you know, so having an off season, but still one of the greatest coaches of all time. Day by day. Day by day. I feel like we should make merch that says day by day. Day, day by, by day. Day by day. I don't know. Can't go wrong. Merch line would be dope. So little good. little well, L and B podcast hoodie. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure that would be dope. I'm sure Bill Belichick will have more sound bites for us throughout the year. Oh, yeah. We'll have to keep keep an eye out for him. Solid. Well, man, I hope this is a fantastic weekend of football. I hope you guys all get some time to watch it. And, you know, go go Lions. I hope Amonra St. Brown has 107 points. <laughs> Should be a great weekend, brother. Can't wait to talk about it on Monday yep. night. We yes, appreciate sir. you all listening in. Share with a friend. We're uh, on the road to a thousand total listens of all time. Almost there. Which is really cool, and we're excited to celebrate that. So, if you guys know anybody who enjoys sports, let them know. Spread the word. We're working on this. And if you guys still want to see anything new, let us know. We appreciate you all. Let's ride. We'll talk to y'all next week. Let's ride.